So, what it is, is it's the Lord that takes control. Right. They may not have been uh, introduced to the Lord, Mm -hmm. and they may not understand. Mm -hmm. They don't understand what you're talking about, so you can try to help them along with it. Or, well, what normal people would do is they'd they'd be mad at them. That'd be the normal response. Right. That'd be the totally normal response to someone making fun of you. Let's be honest. But if you... Don't let that get to you. You don't let that make you mad. It will it'll show them that by their fruits they will know you. Right. Mm-hmm. If you don't act in anger immediately, mm-hmm. they'll know this guy might be serious about this. Mm-hmm. And it might what you say to them could lead them to God because mm-hmm. the littlest thing <clears throat> you do could change someone's life. So we see this. Think back about Jesus and the disciples. As the disciples would go out, and as the Lord had sent them out, think about the two that went into the village, and as they got into the village, the people rejected them. As they came out, they said, Lord, let us call fire down from heaven and burn this place alive. And they were the sons of Boangeles, I believe. And the Lord's like, man, you guys don't know what you're talking about. You can't just cast fire from heaven and kill these guys. You're going to go minister to them. And then we shift, and you look in the garden as they came for Christ, and Peter would come up and cut off the ear of the priest. Malchus, yeah. Yeah, mad. You know, mad. Yep. That was their first initial reaction. Yep. Now let's look at the Christ example. Right. Christ on the cross as he's hanging there. And the people coming by, wagging their head, railing on him, throwing down on him. What did he say? He didn't scream and holler back. He said, Father, forgive them. They, know they don't know what, what they're they doing. Do. Yeah. They don't know what they're doing. That shifts your mindset, man. But but Zach's exactly right. What, we all deal with that. I, I guarantee you. I guarantee yeah. there's been a time that somebody said something to you about the Lord and you was ready to fight. You was yeah. like, oh, yeah. I, well, I, if, that's what, if that's the way you feel, I'll show yeah. you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm ready. You want to throw down, we'll throw down right now. Yep. But it's the Christ. If we truly have Christ in our hearts and our lives and we can get ourselves out of the way and we realize that the gospel is offensive to people, the offense of the cross, it's very offensive. You yeah. see this in your all's lives. Man, and if we can get past that and we can understand the Christ model and accept that in our hearts and our lives, we become this compassionate type people that no longer want to just ready to fight, but we're like, you know, forgive them, Lord. They don't understand. And then you get this mindset that says, you know what? I'm going to accept 1 Peter 3.15 that tells me to be ready always to give an account for the hope that's that's inside of me with meekness and in fear, not with anger, but I'm going to be meek about it. And I'm going to be able to let the let the world know what what who who yes. God is yes. on what He did for us, knowing that we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God, and that He has given us a better yes, and that through the through and by the blood of Jesus Christ. Man, drop that mic, but don't drop it too hard because it'll it's expensive. <laughs> right. But no, that's that's powerful, Zach. Thank you for opening up and sharing that because I mean it. Just as Anthony said, that is the Christ model of reaching people. It wasn't, um, you think about Jonah, 
and Jonah's approach to reaching people. He hated the people of Nineveh. And when he, he wanted God to judge him, he was like, he, he sat back with his arms crossed saying, get him, God. You know, that was the mindset of Jonah. And that is, if we, if we rely on the human faculties and are led by the flesh, that will be our mindset. We walk into the school saying, these bunch of heathens in here, you know, you guys are cursing and drugs and sex and everything else you're doing and it's just terrible you guys are terrible people you're going to hell you know that's a mindset that jonah would have had but then you've got jeremiah jeremiah was known as the weeping prophet the scripture you just quoted in first peter was his mindset he gave the testimony of god with humility compassion and with fear knowing that he was going to be persecuted. Now, that wasn't the Peter that cut Malchus' ears off. He matured over time. That shows Zach spiritual maturity in you. So thank you for sharing that. Jackson, you didn't share a time when you were persecuted. You just kind of shared some deep theology. So how about it? Get real with us. Um, hmm. Let's see. Uh, I, I feel like... You know, a, a lot of people, they don't necessarily uh, give it to you directly. A lot of things are, um, they'll send them at, at you indirectly. Right. And uh, try and undercut you that way through, uh, and this is a big one, rumors and drama. And mm. I, I know me personally. I've I've been talked about a lot things that you know are entirely not true, and I won't delve too much into some of the things that pe- people have said about me. Um, but I, I mean, like Zach said, easy way to deal with it is just God. You know, right. um, in my flesh, I retaliate a certain way. I retaliate in anger, but. Um, <laughs> Because I have God, because I have the Holy Spirit living inside of me, that allows me to retaliate in a way that is godly, in the way that is Christ-like. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, I just, you know, deny the rumors and uh, move on with my life. Eh, so what? Yeah. You know, Scripture says that people are going to talk about you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People are going to persecute you. But, I mean... We deal with that through Christ and right. through the Holy Spirit, and that's the only way to deal with it. So, so another another mindset, guys, and I'm just going to draw this out of what you just said. Another mindset that you going into your situation knowing, with the expectation that you're going to be misunderstood, you're going to be false accused, and you're you're going in with the mindset that I expect it. And then, and then it's, you're you're not surprised by that when that happens to you, but but you, you mentioned the Holy Spirit. So tell me how. Okay, let's let's walk this out. Uh, how is the Holy Spirit? How does He help you? What does He do in your heart to help you not to retaliate? Man, it's really something that I can't explain in words. You know, once you've accepted Jesus into your heart, and once you're you know, reading your Bible consistently. And I feel like that's honestly, that's the foundation. Whenever you get into your word and you're consistent, consistently reading your word, I mean, you have that foundation built up that you know. Mm. You know 
um, how how things are. You know that God is real, mm-hmm. and you know uh, where your faith lies. And once you have that foundation built up, then, I mean, really, the Holy Spirit, it does live inside of you. And it's not really, uh, outside of that, it's not really something I can explain in words. Right. It's just, it, 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 um, it helps guide. Yep. Not necessarily control, but it shows me the way. It guides me mm. in how I'm supposed to react and okay. how I am supposed to act around people. I feel like it's a peace. Mm. Like you have a peace of mind at it, even though you're being like judged or whatever. There's a odd, like there's a weird peace that you feel mm. because it's like, why would I worry about that? Mm. Because once again, once again, because why would I worry about something like that when God's on my side? He's already won the battle, so I don't know why I would feel like I would need to fight for it. He's already won it. Mm. Wow, another mindset. But what what both you guys are saying right now, and and. Um, Anthony, I want you to because I, I see your wheels turning over there. We're sharing mics, guys. Uh, uh, we got lots on the podcast. We only got four mics. We're sharing mics. But as we think about this, uh, you know, I love what you said, Jackson. The Holy Spirit will will bring, according to the Word of God, will bring all things to remembrance. Yeah. So if you put the Word of God in your heart, then what's happening with both of you guys as you explain that, and Zach as well, as you get the Word in your heart, when situations arise. The Holy Spirit reminds you of that scripture and grounds you and roots you in that in that faith. So I think it's interesting. The three that's before us, and if Jaylee was in here as well, and she was supposed to be here today, but she didn't feel good, so prayers for our girl Jaylee. Uh, there's a difference in the way that these kids have been really raised up compared to some <clears throat> others, and I'm not throwing down on nobody in any way, shape, or form. Please don't get that. Right. But these kids were kind of raised under an apologetics ministry umbrella to where we wanted them to be able to give that account. And, I mean, that's a huge difference in, like, some other other of our youth that we know, you know. Um, the apologetics part of it, it prepares them to give an answer right. and not just be held back. Because, you know, how many times have we seen that in our life? How many times in your own life? Has somebody asked you something or questioned you about the Lord, and you'd be like, oh, I don't know. That's always what mom and dad believed. That's what I was taught. Mm. But then you really didn't have no foundation to build off of it. And that was the one thing that we we were intentional. Right. We've been intentional. And, and that's even like on this podcast, we try to be intentional right. in what we say. Because we don't want anybody to be... St- there's no reason why anybody should ever question you about your your salvation and your savior, and you not be able to answer. Right. You be able be able to give an answer for the hope that's living inside of you. If you'll just take now, granted, sometimes these questions come and they catch you off guard and they kind of knock you back a little bit. Yeah. But you're 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 founded upon a solid rock. Right. You wasn't. You're not sitting on shifting sand. You're mm-hmm. on a solid rock. Mm-hmm. So when the when the blows of the enemy start coming in, you stand firm upon that foundation, which is Christ knowing that he is your solid rock and that he is the one that leads you forward and guides you and you have an answer that's there and it's ready to come out. And I think that I think that's key uh, in ministry nowadays. More I think I see it more now more than ever is the apologetic side of it. And I think it's something that we don't we don't hear enough about is the apologetic side of ministry. Right. And it's not that we're apologizing. Don't think that's what that no, means. No, no. It's not. It's explaining. Letting letting like Zach said, 
You know, he wants to tell them. He wants to explain to them, man, this is why I'm happy. Right. Man, this is why I love the Lord. This mm-hmm. is why I am a child of the King. Yep. That It's a foundation. Right. It's a foundation. And if we don't have that foundation, then whenever the whenever these blows come in from the world, man, that's what happens. Why do we lose? Why do we lose seventy five percent of our youth when they leave high school? They leave Sunday school and they go out into college. Why do we lose them? Roots. Because they had no foundation. Yeah. And the first time a professor, the first time their roommate in college, the first time somebody in college comes against them and says, "Well, I don't know how you can live and have <clears throat> such a dogmatic view of life, believing that God is real." Sure, I'm sure there's a creator. You'll hear him say that one too. This is a good trick of the enemy as well. Yeah, yeah there's a creator. Everybody knows that, but but you, you want to talk about this Jesus and all this other stuff? My goodness, if you believe in the creator, you have to believe in Jesus. Right. And they don't know. That's why you guys are sent out. That's why you are called to bring light into a dark and a dying world. Amen. Amen. So, so true. And one of the things that I love about the responses that we're, that, that, that you guys are providing right now, neither one of you are saying in the school, well, that's what my daddy taught me. That's what grandma said. Well, that's what the preacher said. No, you're saying, thus saith the word of the Lord. You're not using the the King James uh, language there, <laughs> but you're saying you're rooting yourself in the Word of God and ready to give an answer for that. And the answer isn't, well, that's what I've always been taught. No, it's you. you you're able to root what your opinion, your 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 theories, your ideologies on a book called the the Word of God, the Bible that is founded in heaven. So. Um, powerful, powerful words. So, uh, I'll give you just a moment, and what I want you to do is is go around. We'll go around the horn here, and and I want each each of the students, each of you guys, to um, just give one final word of wisdom as we as we prepare to you know close the podcast here in just a, just a couple minutes. So you be thinking about that as you're thinking about that. I'm going to share this, Anthony. You said that. Us as parents have been intentional about, have we been perfect? <laughs> Absolutely not. We, we know that. And, but, but there's one thing that we, we've tried so hard to do, and that is to not just teach our children about theology in a, in a, in a Sunday school room, but we've, we've tried to, the more, I, I feel like we've taught more theology on the street than we have in the seat. And um, and these kids have 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 been raised up, knocking on doors, handing out food, ministering to people outside the doors, and 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 serving on the front line. And so, going out when when I would want to shy back, they still move forward. Yes, which is really odd. It's right. like totally different than it's different than me. <laughs> it's different yep. than me, and that makes me feel good. Yes, it's exciting. It, and, and and we've been intentional about that. Oh, I thought you were going to say something, Abby. You got close to the mic. So and, and 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 so I feel like that's that's Jesus really Jesus model of discipleship is is that we take those whom we're discipling with us on the journey to the front line and let them experience and taste and feel that uh, what, what mission is like, and then um, that's where that's where ministry and mission. Meet the Holy Spirit, and it comes to life in the life of the people. When you experience that, you 
you can never ever undo the power of experiencing the Holy Spirit in, in, in the mission field. So, all right, final words of wisdom. Start with Zach. Um, just one thing that y'all said earlier about roots. Yes. Um, I thought of something Dad said a few few months ago. Actually, it was um. Uh, plants that grow through the cracks of concrete have very shallow roots, mm. and if they get hit too hard, they fall over. Right. But that—that's what certain Christians are now. They don't have deep roots, and as soon as they go into college, like they said, um, they fall, and sometimes don't get <clears throat> back up. Right. But flowers or plants that are put in solid soil that isn't rocky that's good soil they can have deeper roots and they can have better better life and whenever someone comes to try to knock them down they might fall but they'll always get back up mm. they'll always get back up because they are, are solid and rooted they won't if they get cut down they'll grow back mm. if they get cut real low the roots still have nutrition yep. and they'll still grow back yep. that that's what we need to be as Christians anymore. Right. We need to be ready for what this world has for us. Yep. We, I could, we could walk outside right now, and there would be, there could be someone out there just start cussing, throwing rocks at us because we're Christians. But if we have rooted, if we're rooted and founded in God, mm-hmm. that won't hurt us. Mm-hmm. Sticks and stones may break my bones, mm-hmm. but words will never hurt <laughs> that's me. That's it. <laughs> No, that's a good word. That's a good word, Zach. So I, what I'm hearing you say to all the Christian leaders out there, all the parents out there, is our role is to make sure that there's good soil. Yep. Right? We mm-hmm. we can't make the growth happen, but we can create an atmosphere mm-hmm. where that they can grow. Yeah. It's amazing how the Holy Spirit can be that miracle grow. <laughs> miracle grow. Hey, <laughs> man. That's right. Fertilize that. Yeah. But, you know, in, in creating soils, Zach, that means sometimes it's not all that pleasant because the smells and the experiences and the things that go into the soil yep. is not always enticing. That's but, true. But, so that means that our discipleship is not all sunshine and apple pie. There's days where it, it's, it's a little more difficult. All right, Abigail. Um, hmm. Don't lose hope. I know that I know that that is thrown around in so many so many different ways, but the and to be specific, don't lose hope in those around you. Because if you really do plant that seed and they're willing to go and they're willing to continue that path, then the Lord will move and the Lord will work in their life. So don't give up hope on those around you. Don't give up. Yeah. Keep sowing seed. Exactly. Keep cultivating. Good. Thank you, Abby. You're welcome. Jack? Never be ashamed oh. of mm. the word. And I'm, like I said yesterday while I was up there, I'm guilty of it. Mm-hmm. I'm guilty of having perfect opportunities <laughs> arise, and I still, in my flesh, decide to pass them up. Right? Like I said yesterday, um, it's always important to remember that he is the creator and we were made, we were created, handcrafted to uplift him, 
put him up on a pedestal, not us. We're not meant to glorify ourselves, but so many times we get caught up in our own flesh and we make the decision that would make us look better rather than make God look better. And another thing that I really feel like, you know, as Christians, we have to understand um, as these opportunities arise, as the opportunity to share the word arises, you have the, the chance to set these people on a pathway to eternal life right. mm-hmm. or set them on a pathway to eternal death right. mm-hmm. or I mean, allow them to continue on that pathway to eternal death. You have that opportunity to do that and make that change in someone's life, yet we still pass it up. So never be ashamed of the gospel. Always take every single opportunity that comes your way because that person may never see anything else um, of God's love. And I'll end on I'll end my comments with this scripture. And whenever Jackson said it, I thought, "Oh my goodness, this is it." This is out of Second Timothy uh, chapter one verse twelve. For the which cause I also suffer these things: persecutions, afflictions. People throwing down. It comes at me from every direction, as Paul would write to Timothy. Man, it comes from everywhere. For the which cause also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I'm not ashamed. For I know of whom I have believed, and I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. I am not ashamed. I am not ashamed. Kids, up. Appreciate you sharing your heart today and, and sharing wisdom. Um, and and I, I pray that, that these words, and we're going to break this podcast up into into two. So this will be part two that you're hearing if you're listening to the podcast. If you didn't listen to part one, go back and listen to part one. There's some golden nuggets in that pot and that version of the podcast. So, so drop back there and listen. We appreciate you listening in. And until next time, keep it real. Thank you for listening to The Real Life Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Please share a comment and follow us on Facebook. And until next time, keep it real.